Hey there, fellow life breathers. Welcome back to another episode here in Aloha and Peace. My name is Jisun. I also go by Dr. J. And if you are listening to my voice, you are sharing in this space with me, a space that I actually consider somewhat sacred and that I am creating this space for not just you, but for myself as well in order for us to challenge ourselves to heal, to challenge ourselves to transform. In fact, I'm going to go beyond that and say evolve because we are transforming in a particular direction with intention. And for those of us that are here that want to work on ourselves, self-mastery, self-development, where we want to go beyond this little comfort bubble that we've created for ourselves, I am so honored that you have decided to spend the next few minutes here with me today to do all of those things. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about this topic of triggers. So I recently wrote a newsletter about triggers, and I don't know what gave me that itch to do so. And it really made me think that I wanted to create more of a, an in-depth version of what I feel triggers are doing for all of us. Now, note that I said triggers are doing for us, not to us. Before we get started, I wanted to set the foundation and letting you know that triggers aren't necessarily a bad thing. In fact, triggers can always be a good thing. I want you to imagine that you are on a date and it's a Saturday night, it's a beautiful night out and you're about to walk into a five-star restaurant. You are starving because you haven't had lunch because you wanted to save some room for a really great meal. And the minute that you walk in through those double-barreled doors, you get this wah of amazing aroma that just hits you in the face and it's just such a wonderful, pleasant experience to smell this beautiful concoction of different smells that just take you back to everything that you remembered about whatever your favorite meal is. That, my friends, is an instance of being triggered. When we're triggered, what happens is we come across an experience that lead us to open the window of experiencing a cascade of thoughts. But usually when we're triggered, the cascade of thoughts go and or come and go so quickly that we find ourselves in the wake of intense emotions. Now, when we're triggered, we usually think of the negative connotation of the word triggered. But just as in the example previously, we can be triggered into beautiful states as well. Now, on the other extreme end of this, we can also be triggered by negative things, if you want to put air quotes around negative for the time being. Imagine yourself a war veteran and you've flown across seas and you fight in a war. You've seen all of your bunkmates pass away. You come home and any loud sound beyond the sound of the falling of a pencil, for example, triggers you into a state of fight, flight or freeze. Now, that's also an example of a trigger. And that's also something that creates a cascade of different emotions that come and go. The only reason why we resist being triggered is because we don't like feeling powerless. We don't like feeling in control or not being in control. And so I wanted to give you guys the tool, the strategies, and perhaps a superpower today in order for you to take back control so that if you find yourself in a place 
having an experience where you are triggered in the negative connotation or sense of the word, you have something in your back pocket that you can pull out so you can rescue yourself instead of waiting for someone else to rescue you. Let's think about triggers for a second. Triggers can be anything, really, when you think about all of the different arrays of experiences that, experiences that we've had. Now, this may sound silly, but the thing that comes to my mind about what still continues to trigger me to this day is actually seeing someone be so careless about their environment. So, for example, I remember being in a Starbucks and I was waiting for my order. And I, I remember distinctly seeing this man pull out his phone out of his pocket. I guess to pull out his Starbucks rewards card or whatever it might be that he was looking for. And he... When he did that, when he pulled the phone out of his pocket, he had a, a piece of paper or a napkin or something fall out of his pocket. And I know he saw it because he looked down and glanced at what fell out. And then he simply looked back at the cashier almost as if nothing happened. And then I waited for a brief two and a half seconds just to see if he was going to walk away or if he was going to actually pick it up. And he chose to walk away. Luckily for him... <laughs> Someone behind him saw what happened and actually picked up the piece of paper or trash, whatever it was, and decided to do the right thing and throw it out. If that wonderful man behind him hadn't done that, he totally would have heard from a five foot four little girl. He, he happened to be really tall, actually. But that triggers me when I see people who are careless. And I know because I've done enough work on myself that that triggers me because I still, to this day, carry the assumption that people that don't care about their environment have this sense of entitlement, that someone else will clean up after them. And I don't know if it's that I choose not to let go or release that belief, or if I haven't quite been able to do that yet, but that's still a trigger that I have. It makes me angry. Now consider what particular actions trigger you. You'll notice that you'll find a pattern if you actually decide to do a little digging. And I want you to think about the particular people that trigger you. I'm willing to bet that the people that trigger you are those that are close to you. The people that trigger you probably do it very often. The people that trigger you happen to drain a lot of your energy when you're around them. The people that trigger you leave you feeling a sense of powerlessness. And I'm also willing to bet that the people that trigger you have been contracted by you to teach you something about yourself. Now, you can take it or leave it, but I believe that we are each here with a set of different contracts for all of the people that we were supposed to meet. And before we were here, we decided to meet with each of those individuals, those souls, to say, at this point in time, on February 1st, 2021, I want you to teach me X, Y, and Z, and vice versa. And so the very people that trigger you are those people that are close to you, most likely, because they're here to teach you something really important about yourself. So challenge yourself to actually do a little bit of the work, to dig a little bit, instead of waiting for someone else to do the work for you, instead of waiting for that particular lesson to not matter anymore because if it's a life lesson you're meant to learn, you're going to learn it one way or the other. I want you to consider life lessons almost as an incessant visitor that you don't want at your door. 
But the more you resist, the more you ignore that doorbell, the more incessant they become. So if there are particular life lessons that you need to learn, you'll know these lessons by the amount of or the intensity with which you experience emotions when you are triggered. So think about what it is that triggers you about what that person is doing and ask yourself, what is it about what they're doing that really either irk me, annoy me, or make me feel a certain way? Because there's something that you're seeing in that person or how that person is making you feel that you need to see in the mirror when you see your own reflection. This is the work that we call the shadow work. It's integrating the the shadow aspects of ourselves, the dark, yucky stuff about ourselves, back into who we are. Because the only thing that's required in order for us to be able to integrate the things that we find yucky about ourselves is to forgive ourselves. It's to create a space of compassion for yourself. Now, the next time you're triggered and you haven't actually had the time or the opportunity to do the work of figuring out why you're triggered, because believe me, once you figure out why it is you're triggered, you can just take one step forward and remembering that you can decide to let it go, to release it or to hold on to it. It's totally up to you. But if you haven't done the work yet and you don't know why someone is triggering you, but you're in a place where you can't necessarily explode or implode, There's one particular thing that you could do. It's actually a really short hack that will help you to calm down, to get you back to neutral and to get you back to feeling grounded again. Now, I'm pretty sure that some of you are probably thinking that the very thing I'm going to share with you to do is to walk away. But I want you to do something else. Don't walk away. I want you to stay right where you are. And I want you to see the other person. I mean, really see the other person that's triggering you. And I want you to imagine that person as a four-year-old child. I want you to imagine the four-year-old version of them being stuck in a big adult body, assuming that it's an adult. And I want you to notice what happens when you notice that the person that you're seeing is a four-year-old version of themselves. Go ahead and try that next time you're triggered and let me know what happens. Please feel free to reach out to me and let me know, share stories, share some feedback. I would love to hear from you guys. I hope this was helpful. And again, I can't emphasize this enough. Please take what resonates and leave what doesn't. Remember that it is your responsibility. It is your gift. It is your right to be able to discern what makes sense to you, what applies to you on your journey and what doesn't so you can leave the rest behind. Thank you for sharing in this space with me, guys. I am so grateful for every single one of you that reaches out to me to let me know how this is impacting you. If you enjoyed this episode, if you felt like this episode was helpful, please do me a favor. Go ahead onto Apples and Apples. (laughs) Go ahead onto Apple or wherever you're listening to this podcast if you can. Uh, Leave a review or give me a rating. It'll definitely help others like yourself find this podcast. I hope this was enjoyable for you guys. Until next time, I'll talk to you guys soon.